You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. At this point, I don't even know if I'm mad. I'm just I want to know what the, I want to know what the finished product is going to be. Like, it's obviously something is being built. There's a there's a method to this madness. So you want to see the blueprints. You well, want to I, see what, what is going to become of this. It's like I'm watching my own movie. Maybe secretly these guys have been undercover the entire time. Maybe there's something, some grandiose plan they have. Mm-hmm. But my question is... Maybe they've been the smart ones all along. My question is, why so many tarps? I don't know. Hello, this is <laughs> Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is fantastic that you do so, and we really, really appreciate it. Of course, you can subscribe to the Fun Employment Radio Network, six ninety nine a month. The first week is free, so why not try it out? You can listen live to all of the fine programming on here, 24 hours a day of content, and you get access to the archives and the live chat and all of these things. Mm-hmm. So even if you can't listen live, you can go back and read through everything. Um, real quick, before we go too far on the show... Do you want to make sure we make this announcement several times? So yes. You, if you listened yesterday, you heard it. But we want to remind everybody, the Fun Employment Radio Comedy Showcase. Which we are super stoked about. Is coming up September 18th. And that is going to be at the Secret Society at 116 Northeast Russell. Tickets are available right now at funemploymentradio.com. There's a link right there at the top. It is going to be so awesome. If you went to the last one, you know what a good time it is. Mm-hmm. Because basically, I mean, we hang out. Amazing comedians. It's schmoozing. You laugh. You have drinks. You meet people. It's, yeah. It's a lot of... You don't have to meet people. If you don't want to meet people, you can just sit there and yep. watch the comedy. Yep. You don't have to talk to anybody <laughs> if you don't want to. But if you do want to, there's plenty of people to talk to. And it's all going to be like-minded people there for, you know, that are Fun Employment Radio fans or fans of the comedians. Like, it's a really big, fun group. And it's 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 awesome. And we really hope that you guys can come down to it. Um, so you can pick up your tickets now. Like we said, at funemploymentradio.com. Just click on that link. Pick up your tickets. Invite friends. Invite everyone you want tell everyone possible to come to the show invite a date if you've been looking for something to do I mean that way there's there's actually entertainment happening that's good it's good yeah. for dates it's also good if you're not on a date mm-hmm. if you're there single you know you can come you can come single to this thing and be perfectly fine yes or you can uh, bring a group of people maybe you'll meet a special someone there who knows all things are possible at the Secret Society on Wednesday September 18th for the Fun Employment Radio Comedy Showcase <laughs> yay um Okay, uh, before we go too far in the show, and we do have a super secret guest that's going to be We do. Us. He's super secret. Very secret. Um, very rare to get this guy onto a microphone and mm-hmm. hear him. He hates microphones, Hates usually. microphones he and hates generally very, very quiet. With a passion. Yep, very quiet, very hard. We'll very try soft our best. spoken. We'll try our best to get him to speak today. Uh, but I, I do have an update, an update for my house. If you listen to the show, you know about my meth head neighbors. Oh, boy. The meth head are neighbors. Are there any other kind? Are there any kind? So- Here's what's been ha- what's been happening. Like a quick synopsis of the last like three months. I tried to get a hold of Portland police. I did get a hold of them. They told me the uh, short end of the story. You deal with it is what they told said to me, and that I needed to go talk to them, and that's how they were planning to handle it. So that's been great. Well, they that's quieted so great. down for a couple of weeks, maybe even a month. I would dare to say, but. Now they are back and in action. So there's always been the two brothers that live there, but the one, the the one, the older brother, they're both like the largest meth heads I've ever seen in my yes. life. They're big dudes. They're, they don't make sense. They're nonsense making meth heads. They're big like brute dudes. I they mean, have like they have girth, whereas usually meth heads are full of you know like pock marks and sticks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I mean, if they were covered in hair, they could easily pass for a Sasquatch. Mm-hmm. Easily, they're the right build, the right size, and the older brother. Is big and lunky. He's kind of like a lunkhead. I guess you could call him lunkhead if you want to. Wasn't he lunky? Isn't that, a, isn't that his name? 
I guess, yeah, Lunky could work for that. Yeah. There, well, there's Lunky and Lumpy. Lumpy, Lumpy yeah. Is Lumpy's in, been out for a while. Lumpy, I think, is finally uh, in jail for a while. Lunky, Lunkhead, I'll just call him Lunkhead. Um, he's not as dangerous. He's just big and dumb and always breaking things back there. But he doesn't, I don't feel th- as threatened, like, physically by him. However, his younger brother, that guy, the gorilla, he's terrifying. Oh, yeah. He is absolutely terrifying. He is angry. He's the, he's the angry, glaring one, right? Angry, glares, always does the meth head uh, shuffle where he's rocking back and forth, always rubbing his nose. He was doing it yesterday, always with his shirt off, too. He's shirt off with jorts. That's his standard uniform. Sure. That's a, that's a standard summer uniform. He's picked up some new tattoos now because he was gone for a while, and now he's back, and that's when trouble always stirs up when, uh, when Gorilla Did he get, back. like, a jail tattoo? Is that what you think it is? How do you know that he has new tattoos? Are they prominent tattoos? Oh, yeah. Big, huge neck tattoo he's got now. <laughs> that, like, kind of runs up. It almost looks like it runs up onto his face a little bit. Okay. So it it's... It, to each their own for tattoos, this is a hideous-looking tattoo on him, mm-hmm. which is not shocking that he would have them. He also has them, like, all over his his chest, but they're, like, misplaced. He's kind of, like, peppered with them? Well, it's like, okay, so if you're going to get a tattoo on your arm or your, you know, on your chest or something, he's got these weird ones that are off-center that, like, kind of straddle, like, the arm. Like, somebody was trying to do it straight, draw a straight line, and they messed up. And so it, like, wraps up onto his shoulder, kind of. It it just looks bad. Hmm. It's bad. I was behind a girl in line at the plaid pantry yesterday, and she had a snake tattoo that started at her foot. It was the head, and it was on her foot, and she was wearing super short shorts and, like, a tank top. And I saw it start all the way from the top of her foot, wrap around her leg, wrap around her entire body, and then stop up on her shoulder. Wow. She had this, like, a, a huge snake tattoo, like, wrapped around her entire body. Damn. It was the weirdest thing. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, it was, a, it was a pretty elaborate tattoo. So, I mean, there's some, there's some great tattoos. There's some yeah, that maybe take, not so that much. Yeah, that takes a lot of commitment to do something like that. For the rest of your life, be the person with the snake wrapped around your body. But to each their own. <laughs> to each their own. So, uh, so the gorilla, he is back. And so a couple of weeks ago, I talked about this. This was actually happened just before Hood to Coast. They started building... Tarp City. Tarp City, so they've got a big shack in the backyard, this two-story shack with a mattress that sits on top of it, which they threw out. This is out in the open air elements, just a mattress on top of the shack, mm-hmm. which, of course, I get a perfect view of from my house. You can see the, the sweet meth lovemaking on the mattress. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> well, it's where, uh, it's where the gorilla would sit up there and, you know, survey his, his pride, of, uh, mm-hmm. his pride of, um, of other meth heads and what he's created for himself with all the broken glass and everything. So they, they took from the... From the shack, they took tarps and strung them up to the fences around there, essentially building a tarp city. Sure. There's like three tarps. And the tarp city's still out there. Tarp city's still there, and it's going strong. So tarp city's out there. But now, yesterday, there's another piece to the puzzle that's being built. So they have – I share a fence with them, which luckily they haven't put anything on the fence yet. I've been, uh, I've been waiting for them to try to do something like that. Now what they've done is they've taken it from, from – their fence that faces the street. It doesn't connect to mine. They wrapped... I watched this guy do this yesterday. So I was in the kitchen, like, trying to make a sandwich. And I'm watching this go on, and I'm like, oh, shit, what is he doing now? And I became fascinated, and I sat there for probably 15 minutes in my kitchen, just, like, eating and watching out the window like I'm at a zoo, mm-hmm. watching this entire thing. And he had strung up, strung up some rope on the fence and then strung that around the entire length of the backyard and he was taking this big stick, it looked like maybe a broken off like broom handle, and repeatedly like violently stabbing it into the ground like he's stabbing something, stabbing the life out of something. And he's poking it into a body that he had buried back there. Exactly. Yeah. I mean just like violent, unnecessarily violent stabbing this thing into the ground over and over and over. And finally he gets that in there and then he takes this, 
stepladder, uh, like a collapsible stepladder, and and rigs that on top of it, which took another. That probably took about five minutes. How long were you watching this? I watched for a good fifteen minutes, and then I came back later to watch more. Jesus God! All right, so he rigged the the stepladder on there, and then he tied that all, and then he made more tarps. Yeah, well, yeah. So he's tied the rope to the entire thing, and then because that's what I'm trying to figure out. What is he doing this for? That's when he started flinging the tarps over the rope. So he's he's <laughs> strung up the rope, and now there's more tarps involved that are strung up over the rope, and I don't know why. I couldn't figure this one out because it's not a tarp city because there wasn't any extra, unless that's the next step, and I don't know. Maybe it's like an add-on. But there's, but the thing is, you it's like it's like a clothesline, only they, they're they putting tarps over it. Yeah. So you can't really hide out under that. But that's like a, that's how you can make a tent. I mean, I remember when I was a kid, like that's how my sister and I would make like blanket tents. Like if there was a clothesline in the backyard, you could hang a blanket over it and then make that a tent. But then you need extra poles, and there's no extra poles on this thing. I think that you might be putting a little too much thought. I think you're a professional tent putter together, and I think that you might not understand the fact that you can make a tent with just a clothesline and a tarp. But you need more than that. You can't just string it over like a clothesline. That's not a tent. But if the tarp has like holes in it, don't they usually have those little metal rings in it? And they then he's got to stick it out. It. Then yeah. he's got to do that. There's other steps, sure, but just a tarp stringed, o- like hung over a piece of string is not a tent. That does not a tent make. You could at- put add-ons... But there were no add-ons. All right. Well, you ha- do have some odd spe- specifications for camping and tents and whatnot. So I'll let you say that it's not a tent. So you're saying that the meth heads know better than I do about putting, putting a tent I'm saying that they, they, live a, they live a different kind of lifestyle. Maybe it's a meth tent that you're just not aware of. No, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. So whatever it is, and I just posted a picture in the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live. I tried to get a picture of him to show how absolutely terrifying and violent this man looks. Um, but this is as good as I could get. So you can kind of see him in the background. It doesn't really show how terrifying he is in person. He does look pretty scary there. Is that the neck tattoo? Um, that, that shading? It might be. It might be. I was trying to get a good full-on picture, but you have to be careful because he looks up over into my house a lot. And if I'm standing there taking a picture, he's the guy who's threatened me before years ago. He's called me many, many wonderful names mm-hmm. and uh, referred to me lovingly as a, as a perfect neighbor and um, you know gave me lots of compliments sure. about my physical appearance, which, of course, I took the heart coming from him. Mm-hmm. So he, uh, he, I don't want to make eye contact with him. Yeah. At all. I understand. At all. I love how now you're getting people to take the sides of the meth heads that <laughs> they know how to make a tent <laughs> and that I have no idea what I'm talking about, <laughs> how a tarp strung over a piece of string would clearly not make a tent, obviously. You and the meth heads know better than I do mm-hmm. in this situation, clearly. It's true. You guys know more about camping it's than I true. do. It's true. So that is what's been going on. That's what's been going on over at the house. Cool. Well... Should we bring on? Well, I, I guess we should. We could venture from meth heads to our super secret guest that is not a meth head. Yes. Right. Yes. I don't think so. Maybe if he was, he would be a methican. He. Bienvenido a Football Radio, Aaron Dren. He's just turned into a football match. <laughs> Hi, Aaron. Hello. I Hola, Aaron. I just made up Mexican. So <laughs> you did, you, that was uh, that's proud. I'm that's happy. I'm glad that yeah. makes me feel much better. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So if you ever find yourself in a meth problem with meth problem, please let me know so that I can coin that phrase. Okay. A methican. I don't think I'm going to ever have a meth problem. <laughs> I don't think you will either. <laughs> no, that's not my thing. It's not on your list of things yeah. to accomplish. It's not your bag. Yeah. <laughs> How are you doing, buddy? Good. I'm We've happy. We missed you. Yeah, we're. Oh yeah, no one did a show on Monday. I was like, "Where were we on Monday?" But like, Mm-mm. none of us were here. Yeah, yes, that's kind of nice, it. actually. It was. What did you do <laughs> with your day. extended weekend? Nothing. That's good. And it was wonderful. I played video games. I smoked bacon. 
Um, have, is that what the kids are calling it? These days? <laughs> no, I, I make my. Own, There's I, so many different connotations. I, 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 make, really I make my own bacon now, so that's good. Got drunk and smoked some bacon again. Yeah, starting to do my my Methican ways, I guess. <laughs> it's well, funny. I don't cooking. look. It's funny. I don't look Methican. <laughs> How come nobody? I'm, I'm sure somebody has to have thought of that before. It's probably you know, probably a lot of Mexican yeah. meth heads, though. Um, Not to the best of my knowledge, though. It seems yeah. like well, a drug of whitey's choice. I would say predominantly, yeah, white probably. people. Yeah. But I'm sure there's if there's Mexican money to be heads. made, the cartels are going to find ways. Well, to the, make yeah. it. the Mexicans yeah. are selling it. They're probably yeah. they're selling it. Yeah. to the whiteies. Sure. Okay. I would think that's. I've seen it a couple episodes of Breaking Bad. I think that's how it works. <laughs> that's <right. laughs> no, I understand. <laughs> Just like your knowledge of <laughs> that is like my knowledge of. I saw that. Builders. I saw that episode of Danny Trejo. It's true. <laughs> that's no big deal. Fact. <laughs> Mexicans. Wow. <laughs> that is a that is a fantastic. So thing. Greg has been for the past three. So he told me about this yesterday, and I haven't heard it yet. But he was. T- he said that you and him have been geeking out about something yeah. that you discovered, and I don't know. what Well, it I is. discovered it a while ago. You it's been over it a, a year. Ago. Right, I want to well, know. But and it's resurfaced. Well, and I should explain how I found out about this because I'm new to this, and that's why I'm going to have so many questions for you. Oh, that's so cool. So, so um, when I was – because I went to uh, Vancouver – well, not Vancouver. I went to British Columbia over this last weekend. And right before I left, right before I got at a cell phone range, um, someone posted on my page, and I will get who that is so they get proper credit. Uh, I'll pull that up. They get their uh, props. It was Sebastian. 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 Listener Sebastian uh. posted this on my page, said, Hey, Greg, have fun north of the border. Hope you're not going to BC, which is where I was going. Something strange going on up there. First first the Squatch sightings, now this. And he sent this link that just says, Terrifying strange sound in the sky of Terrace, BC, Canada, August 29th, like the day before I was going up there. Mm-hmm. Okay. And as soon as he saw it, I didn't have to click play on the video. I knew what it was going to be. I knew what the sound was going to be. So go ahead. Okay, so... I'll, I'll give the synopsis of what this website is saying. It, basically, it says the following three videos features this terrifying strange sounds that were heard in different parts of Terrace, BC, which I looked up and is in like a little bit northern BC. More remote? A little bit more remote, yeah. Okay. It, it, I think it's like three or four hours north of Vancouver. Um, and it said, however, nobody seems to know where it comes from. So there's three different videos by different people mm-hmm. that are holding up basically cell phones and recording this sound outside of their house. And. They, they determined, you know, there's no construction, there's no, and there's nothing like that. There's nothing natural on the ground this is coming from. They're hearing this in the sky. And I want to play one of these so we can Wait, they're hearing it in the sky. This is where yeah. the sounds seem to be. Oh, I don't from. like this the, already. And the ground is not vibrating, but yeah. It's, yeah. It's just being heard in the sky. So okay. here is what one of the videos says. It's a, a strange sound in Terrace, B.C. And you can hear the wind blowing in the trees. And yeah. Stuff what the fuck is that? Is it the mist? That's making me uncomfortable. How cool is that? Okay, it's not cool. Couple of things that it does say that it's it's clearly not. It's they don't think it's any construction or anything on like man made. It sounds like it's creaking metal. Yeah, but there's there's nothing that would have caused that the, uh, in the city. A couple days ago, the Canadian government, the local Canadian government, actually said that they were um, basically sharpening and cleaning these massive drill bits that they use. 
in that area on construction, and they felt they could re, and that's probably what it was, and then they could recreate the sound. So they did it, and it it didn't make that sound. At it all. didn't make anything. It like did it. if you were right up to it. it yeah, made, say, like you know, sharpening big hunks of metal. But again, like the sound went through the ground, it vibrated. People so only heard it within like a hundred yards. This covered tens of miles. Oh. Yeah. And and the ground doesn't vibrate. So multiple people heard this. It isn't yeah. just one. Yeah. And there's multiple recordings online. Like here's one from somebody completely different that they recorded it as well. And it's saying I guess it lasted for about ten minutes while this was going on, which is why people were able to get up there and start yeah. recording this stuff. Uh, here I'll see if I can Oh. It's so cool. Uh, this one this one takes a little bit longer to get into it. But it's You can even hear the person breathing. Yeah. Yeah. As they're about to have their soul consumed. And people are asking, Keelan asks, who's the authority of every sound in the city? <laughs> uh, that's true, but I do, this isn't like a big, big, huge city. I mean, it's northern BC. I don't think the population is very big of terra, Terrace, British Columbia. So. Or my is there gathering of one? it is, is that it's a small enough town where you, you know what's going on in the town. Yeah, that wouldn't even freak me out if I heard that in Portland. What is that? Uh, Somebody's asking, was this at night? No, it was during the day. It's it's during the day, yeah. I don't know what time of day, but during the day. So anyway, there's another. Event. That is really all right. So speculate. Okay, so what is it? <clears throat> well, the thing is that they haven't been able to figure out what it is yet, and it isn't just happening in that area. This happened. There's been a few more this year, at right around now, actually. So this has happened before. This happened before last year, also, all within about a sixty day period, all over the world, um, and not just in like weird rural areas where you've got a couple of yokels who are like, "Did you hear that?" and they record it. Like it was happening uh, last year. It got recorded. They they actually had to stop a uh, a baseball game in Baltimore because it was so loud it was distracting the players. Oh, I remember that. That's yes. One, yeah, it was like howling throughout the game, and everyone kind of stopped, and even the announcers were like, "What is that sound?" And like they didn't know what it was. Uh, it's been recorded over London. They've been getting recording. I mean, all through England, uh, recordings in Moscow, Rio de Janeiro. Like they're happening everywhere. And this is like amping up from what the from when they've heard it before. Uh, it tends to amp up right about now for the, like the last four, three years now, from about late September or September or so through December hmm. is when they start to happen again. And they and, and I'm not trying to be like all creepy conspiracy. Like no one knows what it is yet. So could it be something with the atmosphere the, or like the the two <laughs> the two quote natural theories before okay. I get into the weird shit and annoy people like Keelan and Keith in the text box. Yes, <laughs> the two <laughs> I'm a skeptic. The two theories, the the two hypotheses that um, non conspiracy theorists are, are throwing out there mm-hmm. is that um, we are going through a polar shift, a magnetic pole shift, which the Earth does like every thousand years. Like we shift poles, magnetic poles. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not going to happen in our lifetime, but within a few centuries, possibly maybe a little bit longer, 
mag- it will be magnetic south, not magnetic north. Like our poles just shift. That Interesting. Just happens. And they think that as this slowly is happening, it's essentially altering the frequency within our ionosphere. And that is creating the sound. Okay. As it shifts. Does that make sense to you with your smart brain? Yes. Okay. <laughs> the other thing, and, and another part of it is that it's we're essentially getting it off the aurora. That's why also the aurora has been seen further south than hmm. it ever has in the last decade. Uh, you know, this is like you trying pe- to explain. There's 3D people like there's people. I know there's people <laughs> in like northern Washington on super clear nights, and depending on sun uh, spike and sunspot activity, have seen the aurora hmm. in like northern Washington. That's yeah, weird. That, I do remember that. Yeah, it, it has yeah. been a lot further down. Here's uh, I think this is the video of the. Uh, is this the, the baseball game? Yes, I believe so. That's a haunting sound, if we've ever heard one. One ball, no strikes. What the hell? <laughs> Were they able to figure out what this one was? Nope. And the bunt is foul. The count is one and one. And what could that possibly be? Somebody shut the door. It sounds supernatural. <laughs> it sounds supernatural. <laughs> he even says that in the like baseball. The, yeah, <laughs> like the. I know. The big thing that people thought it was for once is they thought like it's got to be some kind of like mining, and that the vibrations from mining or huge construction is causing it to vibrate and mm-hmm. send the sounds out. But there's never any vibrations involved with this. Hmm. There is never any seismic activity of any kind, man-made or natural, when these sounds go off. I wonder how that's close, what throws people off. That's I weird. wonder how close Terrace BC is to like the uh, the oil sands in Alberta. If there's anything that could be related to that. I don't know. I mean, because that's, that's something. Throwing out an idea. I mean, whatever it is, it is weird. So you sent me a bunch of other I sounds. I sent you a bunch of other weird sounds. A couple of them, just to see, like... What's weird is these were all things that happened... These were all sounds that happened before... Um, the Two of the sounds are from films that were made before people started recording these sounds. So what's kind of creepy is that Hollywood was producing these sounds almost to think like these are sounds that would actually mess with us and unsettle us. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, fast forward five, eight years, and the earth and the atmosphere is actually beginning to make these sounds, and it's really unsettling. Mm. And then the other one, I think I've mentioned to Sarah before, it's not in the air, it does happen every once in a while in the ocean. Is it the glug? The bloop. Oh, the bloop. And what freaks yeah. people out is that it moves. Mm-hmm. They actually have it. They track it moving now. And they actually do think that the bloop is either a mass of living creatures or one living creature that stays within, like, the trenches of the ocean. Ooh. Okay. And is, and is communicating <laughs> the same way whales do, but it's so deep. And the frequency is so low. It, Okay. And I named all of them, so Greg knows what they are. So which one would you like me to play first? Uh, Play one of the ones from the movie just to unsettle Sarah. uh, Play the one that starts with an L first. I don't have one. Or G? Yes. Okay. I have that one. Okay. So this is from a movie. Would I know this from a movie? No, I don't think you ever saw this movie. Okay. It's not a very good movie, but the sound is... Ooh, I don't like that one. I watched this movie. What is it? What movie is it? It's the Horn of Gabriel. Oh, yeah, I've never... From the movie Legion. (laughs) Legion. Which sounds like what's in the air. It was a terrible movie, but for some reason I like it anyway. That's all right. It's like Waterworld. Sometimes bad movies are just good. Uh, Do the Moscow one. Do you have the one from The Mist? I hate that. That's just an an air raid I know. I hate that one, though. That gives me chills. 
that? No. Yeah. Okay, so the Moscow. So Moscow. Is this this, this is an actual. No, this is a sound that they recorded outside of Moscow that a bunch of people recorded. Dog next door is yeah. howling along with it. So, Keith in the chat is saying this is clearly something that science cannot be used to explain. Obviously, that's not what he thinks. But I mean, and that's <laughs> fine. I I would like a scientific answer. Like, what is? Um, what are these sounds? And then do the other movie you know? one. This is the one. This one gets really close, and it's creepy. And I love the sound effect anyway. Um, and which one is this? The it starts with a W, I think. War of the Worlds. Yeah. Yeah. The tripods. Oh, oh fuck yes. that. So this one's from. Yeah, I don't like that one. I remember that came from the ground as they were rising up, because it was the signal that activated them. The sound is what turned them on. Lightning that powered them, and then the sound me. turned them on. Yeah. Well, that's because Spielberg wanted to make a refugee movie. That was the point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not a sci-fi film. He wanted to say, "What if America turned into a refugee?" The nation. basement scene went on too long. Yeah. But other than that, I really yeah. liked that movie. I wasn't the biggest fan. It of It scared me because it, it felt so possible, like it, that things could be implanted in the earth. At least for me, in my yeah. in my weird little brain, like my biggest does. issue with this and spoilers, <laughs> the movie's old anyway. Now, is that the sun lives? Yeah, the sun should not have fucking survived. Yeah, and. Pre kid Spielberg would have killed the kid. Mm-hmm. When he when the kid uh, runs off to war with the other National Guard and Tom Cruise, when he comes back, that's the most unbelievable yeah, thing in the no, world. Because that entire army was slaughtered. I thought the kid it, should not have survived. I thought it was fake when I saw it. I'm just like, is this this has to be like a fever dream or something? Yeah, like, this no. can't actually be happening. Yeah, that was my yeah. biggest. Yeah, I don't know that movie. I, it really did. I wanted to really like it, but it just of, really didn't. I loved the first half of it. The like, thing that's the, messed up is the harvesting when they pick up people and you see them grind them up and then they respray us as fertilizer to terraform the planet. Oh god, that's really fucking cool. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, that's pretty messed yeah. up. And then play this one. Sarah hates this one, but I. Okay, so this last one. Well, here, real quick, just to compare the Moscow or the uh, the tripod sound to to, to this, Vancouver. Here's the Vancouver. That one sounds like a squeaky merry-go-round. <laughs> From hell. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just queuing up the go. There we go. Um, okay, so the the one you want me to play, this is the bloop. So this is the one yeah. that was recorded. How was? I know we've done this before on the show a long time ago, but I can't remember exactly how this was recorded. Uh, super long. It's the it's the same kind of antennas that our ballistic submarines use to okay. to get information. Okay. Uh, massively long. Uh, extre- they're called Elf antennas, extreme low frequency antennas. They're like some of them are like a kilometer long. These huge antennas they drag out to capture. Uh, extreme low frequency sounds that super that very deep marine life use, and that's also how we send signals to submarines. 
Okay. That that can't come to the surface. And so this is the sound they just picked up and they've never been able to identify? Yeah, except that it, it moves. Not And it's not a seismic sound. trippy. I feel like we should all be on acid or something. So, and, they, and it moves? Yeah. So they've recorded it, it multiple times? Yeah, they've recorded it in multiple places. But it always very, very deep in the ocean. Yeah. Yeah, it always comes down from our from the trenches, from like the, our deepest trenches. Like Mariana Trench type. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what... It, I just love the idea that there's... I mean, we like to think we've explored everything on this planet, and just, like, we haven't. Oh, no. no I, mean, I mean, especially in our ocean. Our oceans are... Terrifying? Well, and there's there's places of our oceans that even, you know, like NASA, you know, people that design ships and stuff, they've said there are places in our deepest trenches that are just as dangerous as sending a ship into space. Mm. Oh, absolutely. Just because the, the environment... It's a foreign environment. Well, right? and, and yeah. everything there is designed to kill you. Like, mm. you know, ships are crushed. I mean, yeah, yeah. so the, the deepest areas of our oceans are just as dangerous as, like, sending someone to Mars. doesn't take as long, but, like, the danger is just as intense of what can happen. And if it goes wrong, you're fucked. I mean, no one's coming to get you. You're just going to die. Yeah, well, again, that's like even James Cameron when he went down yeah. to, the, to the Mariana Trench. I mean, even his ship that he spent millions and millions of dollars. Yeah, deep as someone's ever gone. It still cracked the, the hydraulics on it. Yeah, they had to get back up. Yeah. Yeah. So, huh. That's, uh... All right, so basically so the, the end of times is The a, conspiracy is theory is that it's harp burning off the ionosphere. It's and that's what? The harp. The high, what is it, uh, high altitude, harp. high altitude research project. Yeah. It's A-A-R, H-A-A-R-P. That's set up in Alaska. They're everywhere. Oh. Alaska has them, Canada has them, uh, there's one in Greenland, uh, there's one, like, in Norway, uh, uh, there's one, yeah, they're everywhere, and they're real. Like it's not like, oh, Aaron, you're making that shit up. And that place, they are real. Like they've said, like the Department of Defense, and um, like they're real. Mm-hmm. They're they're but they're tasked as research facilities, so they're not like fake places that people are just making up. Like they're real places, and they say what they do a little bit, but they don't say what everything they do. And one of the thoughts is that they can use HARP to um, heat up the ionosphere and direct it. And actually, one of the conspiracy theories is that they can direct the heat and actually cause storms in certain areas of the country. Oh, weird. Well, that doesn't sound too Which is why there's a belief that that's one of the reasons why we're having more and more, like, like Category 5 hurricanes or tornadoes, is them fucking around with harp and (gasps) directing it everywhere. All right, I was going to say, you didn't sound like a conspiracy theorist nut job until you just finished that sentence. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not saying I believe it, but I like to read it, and it's neat. And so one of the thoughts is what's actually causing these sounds is the ionosphere being burned up from from HARP sending signals out there. Yeah, okay. Uh, yes, Project HARP, High Altitude Research Project, a joint project of the United States Department of Defense and Canada's Department of National Defense. So it's a yeah. U.S.-Canadian thing. Yeah. Interesting. Well, that's still terrifying. I don't want to hear it anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's go burn the atmosphere off, eh? Yeah, beauty. Oh, gosh. <laughs> We're going to cook some back bacon on our satellites, Oh, eh? yeah. That sounds good. All right, do you guys want to do some world? Get yeah, a back bacon sandwiches. Hold the toast. <laughs> <laughs> wow, your accent is just as bad as Greg's. Well, when I get drunk, it's better. And by the way, don't go to Potato Champion for poutine. 
Okay. Very, really? I think very overrated. See, and it's been like mixed bag of who thinks who has the better poutine. I, their fries are good. I think their gravy sucks. Oh, the gravy's okay. the most important part. Yeah, I don't like their gravy at all. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You can go there for other things. Like they make this really good. Their other fries are good. You get like their, you know, like their their truffle aioli sauce. Or uh-huh. I mean, that's good. But like, don't get their poutine. Okay. I think it's overrated. All right. There. I've spoken. There, Aaron. Well. <laughs> the Aaron has spoken. Well, hello, my friends from Aaron and Greg's crazy to mine. Yes. You're just jealous. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm Ours jealous. is science crazy. <laughs> science crazy, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, my name is Sarah Axtell, and welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up, out of Bedford, England. Is that, is that your <laughs> English accent? As you're making fun of our Canadian accent? Who wants a banger in the mouth? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a man traveling on a bus to Bedford, England, allegedly drew attention to himself after he was caught massaging his genitals with shampoo to soothe his groin area. Oh, that's fair. Massaging wow. his genitals with shampoo. With shampoo, huh? This man's name was Philip Milne, 74, uh, told the magistrate's court earlier that he was having issues with his briefs and unzipped his trousers to remedy the irritation. He then said that it was chafing him, so he squirted some shampoo on his penis to the horror of the woman sitting beside him. Though Milne is sticking to his story, the prosecutor found it hard to swallow. Oh, those Brits with their oh. foot there. Wow. Humor. Uh, so what he said... <laughs> when confronted about masturbating with shampoo on a public bus. So was he rubbing it in or did he just squirt it he in there and leave it? He was massaging his genitals with shampoo to soothe his groin area. Okay. So uh, he said he was not he was not masturbating and he resented everyone else on the bus for ganging up on him saying that he was masturbating. He was just massaging shampoo <laughs> onto his penis. Is uh, shampoo going to soothe anything, though? That doesn't seem uh, like no. a smart... He said that he simply had a zipper undone on his trousers and was rubbing his penis and his testicles with shampoo. <laughs> uh, the court did not see it that way, and they declared that the defendant was indeed masturbating on the bus. Fascists. Of course, you can tell that he isn't crazy at all because he decided to uh, waive his right to an attorney and acted as his own attorney. Okay, yes, well, yes. first sign yes. right there. Yeah. All right. So, he was uh, whacking. He, yeah. has been, he has been charged. He did not, uh, surprisingly, he did not win the case. Shocking. And uh, he was uh, fined $98 and had to pay all of his court fees. Wait, that's it? It's only 98 bucks. 98 bucks. Dude, if they had something like that in the U.S., you know how many people would go out and publicly whack if all they had to do was throw down 100 bucks afterwards? I mean, granted, it's pounds, but it's 150. I'm not saying I would do that. Yeah, that's not what I'm implying. Are you looking for a, are you looking for justification? Wow. No, I'm not advocating this. I'm saying it would be detrimental hey, Greg, if that were to happen here. Yeah, Greg's gonna go looking for some shampoo. <laughs> Don't spend too much on it. I'm saying I would probably never ride the bus if that's all it cost for somebody to go onto the bus and yeah, start maybe. publicly whacking it. I would it. not want to ride those. No, buses like you said, some weird shit on the bus. I'm sure that somebody's. I mean, Portland was the place that had the. The, the guy, the, the masturbating guy who would... That describes everywhere as had a masturbating guy. No, yeah. no, no, but no, he was the hair guy. He was the guy that would stand behind women on the bus on TriMet and do his little thing and then He's leave it. He's just trying to condition it for them. Leave it in the lady's it's hair. True. It's good for you. Yeah, yeah, that made... I remember when that made national yeah. news. Scientists say it's good, it's good for your hair. It is, uh, yeah. For your hair okay. Skin. Okay. I've never got that excuse to work. Yeah. Yep. None yeah. of them seem to buy it. <laughs> So I just surprise him. One of them will. A surprise. Pow! Conditioning. Yeah. <laughs> you have split ends. Pow! <laughs> wow. Oh my god. Next up, <laughs> at I a wish boulder. I made that sound. That'd Here's be awesome. hundred bucks. <laughs> That'd be 
cool. No. Uh, next up, out of Boulder, Colorado. Now, you might get this confused with the man that I was talking about a couple weeks ago about the man who was uh, who has been sentenced after swimming around in the porta potty. You guys remember that guy? Uh, yes, because you yeah. bring him up like every three. No, days. this is a different man. So this is a man out of Boulder, Colorado. So Colorado man. So there were two instances this summer. This was the second one who uh, hid in a tank of a portable toilet at a yoga festival <laughs> to spy on women has been sentenced to three years in prison and 10 years of probation. So this uh, young man's name is Luke Crisco. Uh, his <laughs> sentence was ha- handed down this weekend. Uh, the 31-year-old pled guilty to attempted unlawful sexual contact. So uh, police arrested Crisco after a woman at a yoga, f- yoga festival in Boulder noticed that there was something moving around inside of the tank of the portable toilet, then uh. saw the feces-stained man emerge and quickly run away. Uh. I remember this story. This was from two years ago. Like, you, you're not so going to be able to hide very well if you're the feces-stained <laughs> man. <laughs> I don't know. You guys sure about that? I, I, I heard about that, too. They're looking for some dude covered it's in like shit. like the worst jack-in-the-box ever. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! Uh, police say he was also suspected of hiding in multiple other bathrooms around Boulder to watch women use the toilet. So uh, prosecutors did drop other burglary charges and a misdemeanor count of criminal invasion as part of a plea agreement, but he will be spending the next three years in prison because of that. The other guy only got a year. Man, the they other were only both in England. If they were in, oh yeah, that's yeah. true. They could have gotten. So he got it for sexual contact. Did he actually touch any of them? Unlawful attempted on oh, unlawful attempted. sexual contact. Huh. And two burglary accounts, so I don't know. For breaking into the porta potty? Yeah. Perhaps. Well, I doubt he bought a ticket to the yoga festival. He probably. Well, he might have been doing yoga. You and have to be a little, like, lithe to be able to yeah, manipulate your way and, into it. Yeah, I don't imagine. Those are small. Yeah, that would some up. acrobatics. Yeah. I would think so. Huh. That's just. <laughs> Although, thanks to you, though, the last time I went camping and we had to, they had, like, the. You know, they dig a hole and then they put a box over it. Like, here, we have toilets in our campground. Yeah. Like,. Like, all I see now. And for some reason, in my mind, the guy's always singing, too. <laughs> He's singing? He's then. singing. So, like, in my mind, I'm going to use the bathroom, and, you know, and then echo, I hear, like... <laughs> I would picture him whistling. Yeah, like or whistling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, happy day. Oh, here comes a pooper. <laughs> well, I didn't realize this when I put the stories, because I'll pull the stories and then kind of put a beginning and an end and leave some of them in the middle, and I didn't realize that I had two back-to-back feces stories. Nice. Number two. Feces pieces. <laughs> it's my number two of my number two stories, guys. <laughs> All right. Out of Brooksville, Florida. Now, this sounds this sounds a little more appropriate, right? Out of Florida. Yeah. Uh, this latest story is out of Brooksville, Florida. A Brooksville man. Well, we should not. Let's, let's put him where he's from. A Florida man <laughs> is facing domestic battery charges after police say he smeared feces on his girlfriend during a fight. It works for monkeys. Maybe he was just trying to woo her. Uh, Jacob Kuhn, <laughs> with you, baby. 32 years young, uh, was arrested uh, after police responded to a call at Kuhn's apartment. So Kuhn's live-in girlfriend reportedly told police that uh, she and Kuhn had been drinking heavily when they got into an argument. The argument, according to the girlfriend, became physical, and that's when Kuhn allegedly smeared feces all over her back. No <laughs> word on where the feces came from. If he, I don't know if he... I can take a had, guess. He had defecated in his hand. If like he hadn't flushed the toilet, I don't know what happened. But apparently, he smeared feces all over her back. Uh, officers say Kuhn initially fled the scene, but later returned and was promptly arrested. Uh, he's now facing Ugh. battery charges, and he's being held without bond at the Hernando County Jail with so many other of his fabulous Floridian friends. I mean, that is completely messed up. Wouldn't 
What would it be like to be that girl, though? Then you have to start questioning everything in your life. Like, I've been dating a guy who would rub feces his on feces me. on my back. And she lives with him, too. That's not just dating. That's, a, that's her live-in boyfriend. Like, because then you start to, got, you got to question everything about yourself, too. You got to, yeah, you got to walk back a lot from that. Yeah, it's like, how did I get into this position in life where I'm dating someone who would, con- you would, who would actually follow through, not let alone consider rubbing feces on me in a Well, fight. and where does one get feces in a pinch? Like I mean, seriously. Well, did he have to like? Did he just so leave? Many things there. I mean, they were in a they were in an argument, and then there were feces. I just don't. I, there's a there's something missing in between. Well, you know, maybe it's one of those things where like normally it's consensual, but they had a fight, and she decided I got him. Like even though normally I, even normally she's maybe down for it, they had a fight, and she's like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm yeah. Gonna, I'm gonna make you a feces tosser now. Oh. You know what I'm saying? So they could. They don't specify if it was his feces. You're right. He could be like a Mar- yeah. like Brando. He could have jars. He could have jars. Yeah. I don't know. Jars of feces. Jars of feces. All like right. Death metal version of jars of clay. Yeah. From feces to feces. From feces to Florida. All right. Two <laughs> well, people. It is where the country goes to poop. I know. It's true. <laughs> it's the country's shithole. Uh, Oliver Johnson and Amanda Goss. Hi, Florida listeners. <laughs> you guys are awesome. <laughs> we love you guys. How do you live there? Enjoy Tell that us. pot pie, Greg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oliver Johnson and Amanda Goss, at first sight, might not seem to have much in common other than living in the beautiful state of Florida. But according to recent police reports, the 46-year-old Oliver Johnson and 29-year-old Amanda Goss <laughs> actually got arrested on the same day for their affinity for sticking crack, pike, uh, crack pipes into unusual parts of their bodies. So Floridians are getting a little sneakier when it comes to trying to sneak crack into jail. So uh, police in Fort Pierce, Florida, say they recently found a crack pipe in Johnson's stomach after he was brought in for custody for he was arre- he was arrested for something. And uh, in the same station, at the same time, they arrested Amanda Goss, where they found a crack pipe hidden inside her vagina. Uh, Johnson's arrest happened after authorities saw him lurking near an area home. Uh, they later found crack cocaine in his hat, but couldn't find the pipe. Uh, the police had to use an x-ray machine because he kept com- complaining of stomach problems to determine that he indeed had a crack pipe lodged horizontally into his stomach and had to go to the hospital for its immediate removal. So later on that same day, Goss's arrest uh, was for trespassing after a warning charge at a Walgreens. Uh, <laughs> I'm a surprised warning that, charge? I'm surprised that ended with greens and not mart. Um, so an Indian River County Sheriff's deputy patted Goss down and told her that taking drugs or contraband into jail was a felony. She said she did not have any contraband on her, but a strip search allegedly turned up a crack cocaine pipe snu- uh, placed snugly inside of her vagina. You know she tried to say, it's not mine. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. I don't, know how, that got, I don't yeah. know how that got there. Yeah, I don't know. It wasn't mine. Like, you've never woken up with a pipe on <laughs> your vajay. Oh, there they are. I would love to hear her excuses. Like, you ain't a cooter smoker. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> well, now they have both uh, had lengthy time attached to their sentences for both having introduction of contraband and tampering with evidence into the jail. And finally, where's this one from? Is this from Florida, too? This is making my head hurt. It's so much Florida. Where is this? Where is it from? All right, let's just assume let's it's just from say Florida. Florida. Let's just assume. Or Germany. <gasps> I'm going to go with Florida. I feel like it's... Uh, I'm going to say that it's from Port St. Lucie. Okay. 
Let's just do this. Okay. And finally got a Port St. Lucie, Florida. It's safe. There's a good, I'd say there's a 70% chance, whatever <laughs> the story is, it's from Port St. Lucie. Fact. All right. So everything's kind of linked together. So I have the feces to feces, feces to Florida. Florida to, Florida to Florida, then insertion to insertion. So finally, this is the last one. <laughs> Christy Black, a lovely lady by the name of Christy Black, 43 years old, has been accused of stealing $5,000 from her boyfriend, then hiding the cash inside of her rectum. <sighs> her boyfriend, 46-year-old Bobby Gully, told the cops mm-hmm. he suspected that his lady friend Christy Black had been stealing from him. So he decided, in turn, to set up a trap to find out if he was right. Now, the trap that he set up for Miss Black consisted of two envelopes, one containing $4,000 and one containing $1,000, both with $100 bills in a bag that he had placed on a foosball table in the couple's home. This is rather elaborate. It is. So he was like, you know, where's, you don't need that good old-fashioned communication when you can just set up a trap for your living girlfriend. Yeah. All right, so Bobby Gully, after setting his trap, decided to go to bed, and when he got up at 1 a.m., he found that the cash was missing from the bag. When he confronted his girlfriend, Christy Black, about it, she said uh, she became sick and threw up a saran wrap baggie of partially dissolved pills. (laughs) What? (laughs) One of these things is not like the other. Uh, The impromptu vomiting of the saran wrap baggie of partially dissolved pills did not throw Gully off of the scent, though. He continued to question his live-in girlfriend, Christy Black, about the missing cash until the report states she admitted to him that she had wrapped it also in saran wrap and stuck it stuck it in her rectum. She's just like a full-on like storage unit. There. The key thing yeah. is you need to keep the saran wrap out of the house, because that's <laughs> how, that's the common denominator. That's the gateway. Yeah. That's the gateway right yeah. there. You, know, for some you people, see it, you just want to shove it in you. Yes. <laughs> uh, Gully said... Uh, she said that, so Christy Black had apologized to Bobby Gully and said that she was sorry. And then they both tried to get the money out of her rectum. Uh, so Gully uh, tried to get the cash out with, quote, a toilet brush and tongs. What? <laughs> wow. How big is her asshole? I don't know. I don't know. Um, so they tried to get the cash out with a toilet brush and to- Toilet brush? Toilet brush? No. That's what, see, now you're just on making that connection, aren't you? Oh, God. Because you thought toothbrush for a minute, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. Toilet brush? No. Those are big and scratchy. Yeah. Those are big and scratchy. That's what I mean. Uh, all right, a toilet brush and tongs, but to no avail, the money stayed put. Uh, bleeding severely, that's oh, God. <laughs> she was taken to a local hospital with the wad of money uh, still inside of her rectum. It was removed and collected as evidence. Uh, gully, not in trouble. Uh, Christy Black having a bad day. Uh, she was charged with theft, and she's still in the hospital with her anus. Oh, healing. <laughs> my anus wow. is bleeding! My anus <clears throat> is bleeding! Oh. oh, I'm a banana. But I mean, why would you think toilet brush? I mean, what was the other item? Tongs and tongs. Okay, that I kind of get because tongs—they're tongs. You know, tongs are tongs. That's what you do with them. I mean, you probably want to lube them up and get them in there, pinch down, pull that some bitch out. But here, I want to play. I have a little bit of audio for this one. <laughs> if anyone doesn't know what this is, you should. <laughs> My anus is bleeding. 
I don't think I know what that's from. What? What is that from? Oh, oh God, it's from the best God. cartoon ever called Rejected. For the love of God and all that is holy, my So, do you remember when Rick and I recut an OnStar commercial and then it accidentally played? Oh my god, yes I do. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could find that file somewhere. Oh, that's glorious. Hi, OnStar, what's your problem? My anus is That wasn't supposed to go over the air. This was back in the, the Max 910, I think. When it, it was. Yeah. I remember that. I remember that specifically. <laughs> so, anybody wants to see more, uh, hear more over that soundbite was from? It's Don Hertzfeld's Rejected, which it's is an awesome, awesome cartoon. Yeah. yeah. And that, my friends, Ooh. is your world of crazy. That felt particularly crazy. That was that was extra crazy. crazy. My head hurts. Whole day's kind of crazy. crazy. I know. I feel like I've been. I've gotten a lot of shit done today. It's making my head hurt. <laughs> Work has made your head hurt. Work is making my head hurt. <laughs> I've done too much today. I have just done too much. Just. I have been too productive. I'm done. <laughs> I've been going nonstop since 10:30. God damn. <laughs> no, Aaron. Today it was 8 a.m. Holy right? shit. Holy shit is wow. right. Wow. Holy shit is right. The world is crashing down. Mm-hmm. You better cash in. Like I don't want to. Damn like straight. At three o'clock. It better damn be damn straight. Beer 30. It better be nap time at three o'clock. <laughs> I gotta have my energy for my drinks later. <laughs> Thanks, Aaron. Yeah. I love your faith in me. You're welcome. What are we doing next? Separating myself from that. Uh, all right, so <laughs> don't forget. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, my side of my face itches. Oh, maybe. Oh, I'm, it's new headphone time. Mm. I'm getting replacement thingies for these. Is it? Mm hmm. Okay. It is. Should we do a little ball talk? <laughs> Should we? A little bit of ball talk. Are we going to talk about the OSU game from this weekend? <gasps> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If we have time, <laughs> we'll see if we can get to that. I'll, it's uh, worked in there. There was no game this weekend. I'm Greg Nibbler. <laughs> Let's talk balls. Oh. All right. Um, first up, we got this. Since we didn't do it for a couple of days, I do have to, of course, give the update, which everyone probably knows by now, and that is that Mr. Tim Tebow... Jesus' chosen football player sure. is no longer in the NFL. The New England Patriots have let Tim Tebow go, and uh, no team has expressed interest in picking him up. Oh, Timmy. So two years removed from winning a playoff game, he is now out. And there was speculation that they'd be going to the Canadian Football League. However, even the Canadian Football League has said, eh, I don't know. Wow, really? So... Montreal Alouettes, which is a team in the Canadian Football League, have said that um, their head coach said, we've never had a conversation with him or his representation. It's all for talking. There's nothing there. There's no substance to it. Uh, talking about speculation that Tebow might, that they were interested in Tim Tebow. They said that if he approached them, they would think about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Timmy Basically, they're going to make him beg to go into the Canadian Football League. So, Tim Tebow. He oh. should just try out for arena football because all he does is throw hail marys. He'd probably that's be kinda great all, in that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and just use him as a talking head. Oh well, that's he'll sell jerseys no matter where he goes. Yeah, because he's got his fan base that will support got, him no matter what he does. Mm-hmm. Idiots that will buy his jerseys. He could run for governor of Florida right now and probably win. I I would bet, <sighs> bet money on that that he would be able to win. I'm he is so, so glad, popular there. So glad this happened though because about a week and a half ago, 
there were rumblings that the Bills were looking at him. I was like, I swear to God. <laughs> that will <laughs> That's be the, your team, right? That will be the nail in the coffin. If you guys pull in Team Tebow, I'm done. I'm out. So a lot of jerseys. Instead, they grabbed someone that was not even in the draft as their quarterback. <laughs> yeah. Um, first time ever an undrafted quarterback is going to start for an NFL team. Yes. <laughs> What's his name? E- uh, Who cares? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't. Every Sunday is just a marathon of pain for me. It's just, yeah. It's like, oh, how much did they lose by? Oh. Yeah. I'm so glad I'm not a football fan. Like, it's f- seriously, it's, it seems so like basketball is enough. Like, it's so stressful being a basketball fan. I couldn't add another sport onto that. The thing, the one, if there is one good thing about being a Buffalo Bills fan is that there's nothing. Or sure you can talk like this. There's nothing you can say to me that's going to make me feel bad about my. T- like, you can't. Can't like, take you lower than you are. Yeah, that's the thing. Like Scott Norwood. <laughs> even that, we've gone immune to it. That's the thing. We are immune to every kind of sports insult anymore. There's nothing you can throw at us. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I guess that would be kind of hard. <laughs> if Scott Norwood doesn't do it, then I don't know what would. Wide and right. Wide and right. I really wish that Tim, in my perfect world, I wish that Tim Tebow would start a music career and since and start going by the name Timmy T. Do you remember Timmy T's One More Try? Yeah, but he can't do that. There was already a Timmy T. No, but he could re- <laughs> redo it. It could be like Timmy Tebow, like Timmy Tebow, and he could sit, like redo one more try, and he could you know sing the songs to, to like football as a whole, like one more try. I didn't know how much I loved you. <laughs> one more try. The word Tebow, though, if you put it in the right font, would be an awesome Christian rock band name. Yeah, oh. going to see Tebow this weekend. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. He could probably get away with that. It'd have to be like like. Kind of metal '80s font, but then have like angel wings on it or something like that. Like, oh, like striper, no. kind of. Or yeah, Petra. like a bit of like a metal like sheen. To now it. I'm just picturing it as an Ed Hardy shirt. And oh, the T has to be too. the T has to be a crucifix. Oh. Oh. And the W a dove. Yeah, there you go. Tebow. Dear Tim Tebow, you got some time on your hands. Get a hold of us. Mm-hmm. I would love to interview Tim Tebow. That'd be boring. Um, all right, moving on to ball talk. Something that uh, plays to one of Sarah's worst fears ever, going to oh, God. professional sporting matches. Sarah, what is a common theme that happens in pretty much every sport, sport? They throw things at the audience? What do they use to do that? The, the t-shirt gun? The t-shirt gun. I hate yeah. the t-shirt gun. I hate the t-shirt gun. I hate the t-shirt gun. An Arkansas Athletic Did Department employee injured a leg Saturday when a t-shirt gun apparently malfunctioned during the first half of the Razorbacks win over Louisiana Lafayette. And uh, it malfunctioned and essentially exploded... Onto the guy that was shooting the uh, shooting the gun at the. Oh, crowd. so I'm on the on the safe end. It's true. Well, in this it's instance, the t-shirt you gunner be. that got hurt. The t-shirt gunner. The t-shirt gun exploded and injured his leg. He was um, <sighs> taken to the emergency room, um, where he was taken off the field on a stretcher. And uh, so far, we're waiting for more information to see his uh, exact condition. It's probably out there, but let's just assume the worst. So he is uh, anyway. T-shirt guns t-shirt bring gun. nothing for no. All they are are no. Yep. I hate them. Yep. T-shirt guns. So. Nothing good comes from a T-shirt gun. Except for T-shirts. Except for but happiness they're not really and free T-shirts. Yeah. T-shirts are awesome. Mm. Yeah. Free I T-shirts like are always I'm good. I'm wearing one. Right. I wear a T-shirt every day. I'm wearing that a isn't a free T-shirt. No, but I, I mean T-shirts in general. They're awesome. Well, they're okay. I don't want one from a, someone trying to murder me with their T-shirt <clears> gun. <throat> they can't murder you with the T-shirt gun. It's not going that fast. Mm. Although it could explode and blow up your leg. <gasps> Moving on. I didn't talk. know this. Shockwave says that Ned's wife on The Simpsons was killed by a t-shirt gun. Yeah. Yeah. I did not know that. Oh, yeah. She, she got hit by the t-shirt gun and fell off the back. Maybe that's where my fear comes from. Maybe I just, when I watched it when I was younger. Oh, yeah. That was a big deal because they teased that for weeks that somebody was going to die younger, on The Simpsons. It was like five years ago. 
That was when I was younger. We were all younger five years ago. Yeah. Some more than others. <laughs> Moving on in ball talk. <laughs> <laughs> um, as much as uh, you know, American sports, they get kind of violent. Nothing compares to Australian rugby. So there's a player for the Australian Gold Coast Rugby League, uh, Anthony Watts. So Anthony Watts plays for, I guess, Gold for Australia's Gold Coast Rugby League. I don't even know what team he plays for, but here's, it doesn't matter because here's what he did to an opponent. He is being accused by an opposing player of biting the other player's penis while they were in a uh, scuffle. <laughs> Didn't see that one coming. I was waiting for, like, ear. Because nope. ears get torn and bit a lot in rugby. It, it's true. Yeah. Biting the opposing player's penis. So, allegedly, the opposing player... Wow. Um, I thought that these were my stories. Man, you've got to want to win really bad. Dang. So, after it happened, the opposing player went to the official and pulled down his pants <laughs> on the field to show the ref the... Uh, the damage that was that no it wasn't bitten off he bit the um just the tip <laughs> he's still a virgin just the tip i think it was just the tip well his mouth is still a virgin then <sighs> and he used his mouth so the pope says he's a virgin still that's true um <coughs> in, a, in a statement released by anthony watts attorney he says absolutely he absolutely denies that any biting of any nature has taken place but apologized if there had been any contact made to that particular area of this gentleman's body which means he's saying he did it wow He's saying he bit a he dong. He bit a dong. Dong, in a da fight. dong, dong, dong. He That's hard to pull off in rugby too. Maybe in the scrum, but even there, you've got to really work but at don't it. Don't they wear? The, do, don't they wear the cups? They should, but there is. Um, rugby players, and that's it, it even talks about in this article, because they're renowned for its lack of protective gear. Yeah, they, they refuse to. They refuse to because it's such a like. I, I can take I can take any damage you can throw at me. Hmm. You'll see a lot of them now wearing these things that guard their ears and wrap around their head, and a lot of those players get made fun of for that. But it's to prevent your ears being grabbed and ripped off. Ah, like, okay, yeah. okay, okay. But yeah, rugby players are notorious for like fuck padding. Well, and and oh. rugby, like, there's all kinds of other things that have uh, that has that have happened there. So you know, like broken jaws, biting, butt probing. I remember that one. There was a guy that was using his fingers when they were in a scuffle and like. Bloop. Oh, I forgot exploring. about that. Oh, That's yeah. That's kind of hilarious. There was a player that peed on another one. When they got in a scuffle, he just let it go. So everybody got covered in urine. They are. Uh, they don't care. They don't give a fuck. No. So there is that. Uh, moving on to ball talk. <laughs> if you are planning to go to Denmark anytime soon, don't plan on going to an FC Copenhagen game unless you're Danish because the club has made the decision to prevent any fans from securing tickets in the home section of the stadium for their games unless you have a Danish name. So they are saying that uh, they're, they're screening everybody who applies. If you don't have a Danish name, you get a chance to explain yourself. But if they can't come up with a good explanation, boom, you're denied. You do not get to go and sit in the home section. Just like the, how the fear would have wanted it. Oh exactly. You don't have a Danish-sounding enough name. So it means they, Todd the Corpse could go. I think he's Danish. Oh. That's kind of Danish-sounding, yeah. Although the Todd part would throw that off. You have to be... Uh, that last name's hella Danish. Hans. Hans Vicka. Yeah. We'll just put an umlaut. He'd be told. Oh, yeah. 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 Dude. Can't we just put an umlaut in all of our names and yep. then make him look like that? Yeah. All right. Nibla. Yeah, maybe. Um, so so uh, that is what's going on there. They say safety is our main concern when it comes to events at Parkin. That's their stadium. And therefore, we make every effort to ensure that fans of our guests only have access to the away section. So they're trying to keep anybody who's not Danish out of the FC Copenhagen mm, homes. That section. always works well. Yeah, it's a good job. Discriminate based on name. Good job, Danish people. Uh, moving on to ball talk. Here is something. This is this is one I haven't really heard of for happening before. So, 
This comes from the Cleveland Indians and their pitcher, Chris Perez, who's been fined $250 and sentenced to a one-year probation in court after pleading no contest to misdemeanor charges stemming from his June arrest after a package containing nine ounces of marijuana marijuana was delivered to his house in his dog's name. (gasps) (laughs) Oh, my God. He ordered marijuana and put his dog's name on it. It's not for me. Oh, so wow. that no one would know. Rusty, you said you were off it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry, Dad. <laughs> it's not mine. It's my dog's. Uh, he I was just like the chronic. <laughs> he was found out. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Chris. <laughs> I just got to get high to feel right. I hope I don't get you suspended. <laughs> Can I still get my bellies rubbed? <laughs> don't slice off my balls for this, Dad, please. I'm sorry. You won't get high. I'm so hungry. <laughs> so, Chris Perez's dog not getting charged over Chris Perez. <laughs> fine $250 and sentenced to one year of probation for mailing marijuana to his dog. And finally in ball talk, <laughs> we'll skip to this. I just want to play <laughs> this because... It's <laughs> I kind of want to do that now. I don't know what you're talking about, man. I didn't order that. My <laughs> dog's really smart. He could have What the hell, man? No yeah. begging strips for you. Yeah. Uh, I want to play this because it's quite possibly one of the whitest things that's ever happened on television coming from one of the whitest sports announcers ever, and that is Bob Costas. Now, Bob Costas... I even know who that is. That is a, that is a white guy. Yeah, he's a white guy. He's been a, the, the announcer for the Olympics for, I don't know how many Olympics now. I mean, years and years and years and years. He's been a sports announcer, and he is pretty good. And he has his moments, although when he tried to do his talk show, that wasn't very good. So this happened on air. When they were, um, I don't even know what the sport, I think they were talking about football. Whatever it is, Bob Costas referenced the fact that he was mentioned in a Ludacris album. A Ludacris song actually does reference Bob Costas, and Bob Costas decided to prove it Wait, by saying tell rap. Me. Oh, yes. No. So we've got the audio right okay. here. I'll just go ahead. Who's your favorite rapper? If Jay-Z's got to be Robinson's guy, well, who's yours? Y- y- you know, I-, I have got to give props to Ludacris, okay. because although he's not the only one, I think he was the first one to name-check me. <laughs> I, I, I believe it, it went something like this. And for you youngsters out there, we're not encouraging this behavior. I just want to make that clear. No, no, it's sort of no. like saying, you know, any rebroadcast reproduction is kind of a rote thing. Now... Kids, this is just the lyric, and I'm just quoting it. And it's ludicrous talking about himself. I'd be rolling torpedoes, get blunted with Rostas, and for a hefty fee, I'm on your record, like Bob Costas. And it, it was, it was, it was at that point. It, and it's ludicrous talking about himself. I'd be rolling torpedoes, get blunted with Rostas, and for a hefty fee, I'm on your record. Like Bob Costas. <laughs> Bob Costas. All right, he's pretty great. That is pretty great. Yeah. Actually. Blunted with Rostas. Yeah. Here we go. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Well, tonight, it's a brand new geek in the city. Yeah. It is indeed. Which is so exciting. And yes. I know and you said that you were going to have a, a quite the busy, the yeah, busy show. Yeah, it's a really packed show. Let me bring it up here so I get everything correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, no Scott Daly tonight. No Scott. Because he has to get plenty of rest because he started his new job today. And awesome. It would suck to be late the next day because you slept in because of your show. Oh, yeah. yeah. So once he gets used to it, though, he'll he'll be good. Um, but let's see here. Da, 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 da. So, yeah, tonight on Geek and City Radio, it's going to be, of course, myself, Dan, and Keelan. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be joined by Cable Hashitani. 
and his guest Amy Roscoe, who was one of the founders of Atomic Arts, because oh, Adam's sister, yeah. First Thursday for all of September, or the art gallery show, September Sequential Art Gallery, are all the props or the bulk of the props from the last five years of Truck in the Park. Oh, so cool! They're going to have tribbles, uniforms, props, the captain's chair, and it's all tomorrow night. Is First Thursday Gallery at Sequential Art. Uh, and then we're also going to be joined by our friend Alicia Orm. Uh, she's been on the show before. She's a lot of fun, big into video games. And she's going to report on PAX that happened last weekend in Seattle, the awesome. huge, you know, the Penny Arcade Expo. And as if that's not enough, we're actually going to open the show. <laughs> uh, Keelan is going to be interviewing the actress. Her name is uh, Azee. I might be getting it wrong. I apologize. She is the actress that started off the Ask a Slave video series that's been running on Jezebel now. <laughs> and it's really great. And uh, we, Keelan jumped on that, so we're going to have her on the show tonight also. Oh, so it's very a, cool. It's a big show tonight. Nice. That is going to be jam-fucking packed. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's great. So it'll great. be a lot of fun. I'm jazzed for it. And then, Aaron, you and I just made an executive decision we today. We did. Here, let me pull up the music. We're going to do it next. <laughs> oh. All right, so next week, next So we Tuesday, talked about this months right? ago about doing this series anyway, and this was always the movie we wanted to start with. Yeah. Yes. So if you recognize this, of course, this is, these are the opening credits to one of the best movies yep. ever made. Aaron and I are going to next Tuesday. What time should we do it? I don't know. We should bring in a couple other people, too. We probably should. Yeah. yeah. And maybe some beer. Definitely well, some beer. Yes. Why did I or even have to like... not the cognac, just in case. Not the... Oh, maybe that, too. <laughs> maybe that, too. So next Tuesday at a time that will be announced, Aaron and I, along with a couple friends... Yep. We are going to record a live Fun Employment Radio Network commentary of Clue. Of Clue. <laughs> so we can all watch it together. We'll, so we're giving you plenty of time now. So everyone try and secure a copy of Clue. I think it's on Netflix also, on all demand. Right. I think yes, they have it. I think it is. So just everyone be prepared next week because Aaron and I want to watch Clue with you. Yep. So if you're a subscriber for a meager six ninety nine a month, watch Clue with us next week. Have some beers. Yep. We'll do some commentary. We'll have some fun. Yeah, we'll maybe we'll do it later afternoon kind of thing. I think so. That way we don't have anything to do later on after the beers kick in. Yeah. Now, is this going to be available in the archives afterwards? Oh, I believe so. I think so. I Excellent. know so. I think Which, if it picks up, we should create like a little sub thing of just the network commentary. Oh, like yeah. Every month that. we do a movie and yeah. Done. All right. Okay. Well, it's going to kick off idea. on Tuesday. Next Tuesday. Yep. Aaron and I. Clue. Oh, my God. We're going to geek out so much. Oh, should so we dress up for it? I don't know how well I can dress up. I stole my Mrs. Plus, Peacock outfit. It's going to be hot next week still. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my yeah. Mrs. Peacock outfit, the dress is wool. Yeah, I don't want to wear yeah, that. Yeah, no, okay. no. All of their clothing is pretty hot, actually. All except right. the, well, I mean, I will maid. wear, you know what? I do have my bejeweled uh, rhinestone glasses. Still, there you go. And Without the lenses, so I'll wear those. I'll bring a pipe. I won't light it, but I'll bring a pipe. Okay. God, we're fucking nerds. Okay. Yes. And, there, and there'll, be, so and there'll be some drinks. I don't think it should be beer. It should maybe be something else. Wine? Eh, maybe wine. Champagne? Eh, maybe. We'll have to talk about it. We'll figure it out. We'll let everyone. We'll we gotta be able to make it through the commentary. That's true. We can't just be blotto within twenty minutes. Yeah, we can't take yeah. shots. You know, I mean, I saw Clue a long time ago. You're not invited, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Mute. Mute. <laughs> mute. <laughs> Suddenly, you were missing the chords to run the <laughs> run the mixer. Um, no, I saw a long time ago, but I clearly have not seen it enough recently to understand the extreme fandom that Clue has, so I, I will watch the movie so I can, uh, it was so my, I can understand. It was my first so favorite movie. It I mean, was, it's just uh, something I yeah. was not exposed to, to see. My sister and I would go to the video store. I don't know why we never owned it, but we would rent that movie every Friday. Yeah. We would rent it every single Friday and eat our pizza from 
it wasn't called Papa Murphy's, uh, Papa Aldo's. Oh, okay. oh, I remember Papa yeah, Aldo's. Yeah, so we'd get our pizza from Papa Aldo's, and then we'd go and rent Clue, and we'd watch that every single Friday. Wow. I love that movie. Oh my gosh, I'm awesome. so excited. All right, so next Tuesday, uh, time to be determined, but it will be next Tuesday, the 10th. The yes. 10th of September. Right. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yes. Um, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Quick note, uh, Lisa Wood is not doing her show tonight. She had a scheduling conflict. so um, She has some unexpected uh, guests in town that she needs to attend to. Oh. Yes. She was surprised. Lisa's, of course, Lisa's like one of the most likable people in the entire world. And so yes. being likable, therefore, means you have a lot of people that want to spend time with you, which means that sometimes they pop up. Yeah. <laughs> they show up and want to spend some time with you. Surprise. So, surprise. We're hanging out. So that's what's going on. But she will be back next week. And all of this is true. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm all like stoked on Clue right now, though. Yeah, it's going to be like, fun. Bruh. Do you own it? Uh, yes. Okay. Because I have a copy, too. Okay. Shockingly. Yeah. Or else we can watch it on my Netflix account. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. We can figure it out. Awesome. All right. Um, yeah. Don't forget <laughs> to pick up your tickets to the Fun Employment Radio Comedy Showcase Wednesday, September 18th. You can get the tickets right there at funemploymentradio.com. There's a link right at the top of the page. Click them. Buy them. Please buy them. It's going to be awesome, and it will be so much fun. And, uh, yeah, you, you want to go. You don't want to miss mm. out on this. If you missed All out these up-and-comers. You know, people are Seriously. comedians here in town. They're getting bigger, and they're moving the fuck out. So get a chance to see everybody now before they actually pick up and all move to L.A. Like, yeah. honestly, you get to see everyone as they're like fine tuning their craft and it's stuff. Just, it's really cool. And it's just straight up fun. It's just it's just a it was good a time lot of fun out. last time, so I'm jazzed for this one. Mm-hmm. So much fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, thank you everyone for tuning in. You guys are awesome. Amazing. And turning to Geek in the City tonight. Yeah, huge show tonight. Huge. huge. We'll be back tomorrow with more fun employment radio. <laughs> You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.